Hi, this is Spencer Sherman. I'm the CEO of Abacus Wealth Partners. And I wanted to explain this financial net worth versus true net worth chart. The cash and investments minus liabilities, the financial net worth versus our true net worth. Well, most of you are probably familiar with the Abacus Rainbow Portfolio versus the typical or conventional portfolio. Now, in that chart, we showed that the conventional or typical portfolio had three different investment categories, large U.S. stocks, large international stocks, and U.S. bonds. That's how most Americans are invested. And then we also showed you uh, in that chart the Abacus Rainbow Portfolio, which is how all of our clients at Abacus are invested, where instead of having just three categories you have seven different equity categories and four different bond categories. So by being invested in more categories, the benefits are lower volatility, lower stress, and much higher returns. And I think that's what's so wonderful about that Abacus Rainbow Portfolio is that by spreading out our money into all these categories, it's not just about having a more colorful pie chart of our investments. It actually does two amazing things for us. It lowers our stress level, and it makes us more money. Well, in the same way as that Abacus Rainbow Portfolio, I became aware that there's this idea of net worth that the typical investment portfolio isn't really serving people. I became aware that the definition of our net worth or financial net worth or conventional net worth doesn't really serve us and has some very serious implications, negative implications for our lives. I also call the financial net worth our outdated net worth. Now, if you ask any CPA in the last few hundred years, including today, what's my net worth, they will tell you that your net worth is cash and investments minus liabilities. So that's this dark circle on the left part of the chart here. If you ask any CPA today or even over the last couple hundred years, a CPA will tell you that your net worth is equal to your assets minus your liabilities or your cash and investments and your real estate minus whatever you owe. And that's represented by the black circle on the left side of this chart. Now, unfortunately, this idea of financial net worth has become very popular. And we relate to it as something to measure ourselves by. So we're often asked, well, what's your net worth? We go to our accountant. We go apply for a mortgage. And many people are interested in knowing what our net worth is. And the culture has also conditioned us to think in terms of this net worth. It's very limited, outdated view of net worth, which just includes these financial assets. So the cost of thinking in terms of financial net worth is a much higher stress level, impulsive decisions, less creativity, and less health. And the reason this is so is because as long as I am thinking in terms of my financial net worth, as I have personally for so much of my life, that was my cultural conditioning, to be focused on how much money I have in the bank. 
But as soon as that money fluctuated, I would experience a lowering of my financial net worth and a lowering of my self-worth. See, what's happened in our culture is we've started equating self-worth equals financial net worth. And the more we have those two linked, the more stress we'll have, the more impulsive will be our decisions in every aspect of our lives, but especially with money. For example, if I notice my net worth fall by 50%, as it did for so many people in 2008 and 2009, I'm much more likely to impulsively make a decision to sell all my stocks or all my real estate exactly at the lowest point. So we all know buy low, sell high, but that adherence to following our net worth, that belief in our, that our net worth is equal to our self-worth, often has us selling at the bottom and buying at the top. Thank you.